Welcome to the Small Business Edge Podcast with Brian Moran, sponsored by Pitney Bowes. Now, here's your host, Brian Moran. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Small Business Edge Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Moran. And today, I'd like to welcome Gordon Henry, Executive Vice President and Chief Strategy Officer at Thrive, to our show. For many of you, uh, you know Thrive as a service company that helps you run so many different aspects of your business, sales, marketing, invoicing, receivables. So I'm excited to talk to Gordon today about how uh, they're helping business owners navigate the, the mess that we're currently in right now. So with that, welcome to the Small Business Edge podcast, Gordon Henry. Thanks, Brian. Good to be here. Yeah, good. Great to have you. And so full full disclosure, I was on your show about a month ago, I guess, right? Uh, mm-hmm. uh, winning on Main Street with Gordon Henry, right? That's right. Winning on Main Street. And, and I loved, I loved the show and I listened to some of your other podcasts and you really do a great job. So for my listeners, not that I want you to, you know, release the bookmark on our show, but definitely <laughs> check out Gordon's show uh, podcast, Winning on Main Street. I think you'll love it. Thank you. So tell me a little bit about Thrive and tell me, you know, I'd love to hear kind of your impressions of what's happening these days with your customers. Yeah, sure. Thanks. Uh, thanks for that. So uh, Thrive, as you said, is a, a, we're a SaaS company. We, we have a CRM product, customer relationship management product um, that is used by small businesses, particularly used by service businesses. So uh, mm-hmm the contractors who come to your house to work on your roof or work on your plumbing or work on your driveway or work on your patio, any of those kinds of home service businesses. We also have a lot of uh, auto-related service businesses like you know mechanics and car repair. Uh, we also have a lot of people who do various types of coaching and sales consulting and things like that. Yeah. Um, we have um, uh, a lot of uh, uh, folks who do things like fitness and personal training. Really, anybody who needs to uh, manage appointments, manage customers, manage customer database. That's really the common theme of who uses the product. So it's a very wide range. Um, we have about 50,000 small businesses on the software platform today. You mentioned we have a larger number who also buy. We also sell marketing services to others like advertising uh, online as well as offline. Um, but the SaaS product is really where we're going. It's kind of our, our flagship now. And uh, what it does for these small businesses is it really lets them manage the business better. And when I say that, it really le- uh, allows them to manage their customer relationships. So, mm. you know, when you think about many small businesses, uh, they're really good at what they do. They're really good at, you know, fixing your car, but they're not so good at really managing their business. And in particular, I think they're not so great always at keeping track of their customers. What Thrive allows you to do is you have essentially a profile on every customer. You don't have to do anything. It just sort of happens. You make a phone call, it records it. You send an email through the platform, it records it. You send a text through the platform, it records it. You send an invoice through the platform, it records it. So anytime wow. I want, I can look up my customer profile and I see everything that ever happened. And by the way, not just you, your staff as well. So it's a great way to sort of keep track. And there are other pieces built in there. For example, marketing automation, you can send an email out of first of every month to your customers if you want. Um, yeah. You can send out special coupons. So there's a lot you can do within the platform and stay organized. All right, now I can, I can go in so many different directions <laughs> with that. But uh, let me focus on, because the last two years have been 
it's like everything got, uh, you know, knocked over on its end, right? Especially for your customers, right? The pandemic has wreaked havoc on their businesses and, and some of it in a good way. There are a lot of silver linings for those services that, that uh, address the home market, the landscapers, the contractors, the builders, my, my brother being one of them. So hmm. kind of a firsthand knowledge of what they've gone through. Um, I imagine that they they probably had a lot more questions. They probably leaned on you a lot more in the last two years, right? Saying, okay, suddenly my business is exploding. Um, I could really use, I, I could see them using your service like for CRM or for invoicing, right? But they didn't tap into the full depth and breadth of Thrive. Is that accurate? Yeah. So let me tell you, um, for us, it was a big surprise when, like for most people, when you know March came around, twenty twenty, uh, you know we probably all remember where we were, what we were doing around March thirteenth, when suddenly there was lockdown and everything shut. You know, everybody was worried, and every thought, everybody thought it was going to be uh, terrible. Mm-hmm. And while obviously none of us are happy that it happened, it was it was bad for a lot of people. You know, a lot of sickness, death, everything. Um, for small businesses in the service sector, the folks who generally we cater to turned out to be not what we expected. Um, And when I say that, I mean, basically, it was much better than expected because Mm. so many people were suddenly sitting at home. So many homeowners were suddenly sitting at home with nowhere to go, uh, nowhere to travel to, no restaurants to go to, no place else really to spend your money. Um, And they they looked around and they saw their paint peeling or their roof uh, shingles, you know, looking. I'm raising tattered. my hand for the listeners. Or, or, or they were, think, or they were thinking, "Gosh, this summer, what are we going to do? We got to put in a pool, honey, because we can't go anywhere." So many people had those kinds of experiences. The service businesses, particularly the ones who worked on people's homes, mm. had like more business than they could possibly know what to do with. Um, so obviously, that was good for us from a demand standpoint, just because business was good. The other thing I was going to say was. While that was happening, everybody realized they needed to do business virtually, you know, because mm-hmm. if, if you were going to work for the people, whether it was on their home or someplace else, right. nobody wanted to see you face to face. Nobody was going to get close to you, right? right? So you needed to be able to do business virtually. When I mean that, you know, everything had to be, had to be via email, via text, all the invoices, all the estimates, all the communication had to be done that way. And for those who previously were relying on, you know, paper and pen or phone calls and all that kind of, they needed a way to transact. And this, so suddenly we were able to reach small business people. Number one, they were locked down too. So they were sitting in front of their computer, ready to do a Zoom with you, much easier to get a hold of people. And yeah. two, they were very receptive to the message because they're like, yeah, I do need to do business virtually. I get it. Yeah. And, and, and it, it is interesting. I think they got overwhelmed too. Um, you know, it was the ones that used the old uh, pen and paper, you know, as reminders fell further and further behind. Mm-hmm. And so I, I guess the question for them was, do I outsource this? And then which part of my business do I outsource or do I, you know, automate it? And, and that's really what you're providing is that automation, which is even more important than saving them money. It's mm-hmm. saving them time. Yeah. Yeah. Saving time. Yeah. I like to say like one of the things I found, somebody told me this, who was a customer, this guy does uh, dog grooming. Uh, you know, he, he, he goes to people's houses and he grooms their dogs. He also does some of the, you know, cat 
walking or sitting or whatever, but things for people's pets. Mm-hmm. Um, and he would previously drive. He's in, he's in Detroit. He, he, he said, I used to drive 30 minutes to someone's house and half the time they wouldn't be there. You know, I'd have an appointment and they would wow. stand, you know, I'd get stood up. Yeah. And now as a thrive user, his system automatically sends people a notification the night before. Don't forget, I'm coming to your house to work on the dog tomorrow at two o'clock. And right. then it sends them a notification an hour before and even 15 minutes before. And if somebody's not going to be there, it forgets about the appointment. They don't no show. They text him and they say, oh, thanks for the reminder. Sorry, I can't make it. Can we reschedule? And it saves him, in that case, 30 minutes driving to someone's house, 30 mm-hmm. minutes driving home. So he no longer has this messed up day. He now can use that time productively. That's just one of the ways that you know we help people manage their schedule better. And, and so, all right, I'm, I'm picturing your customers and I, I feel like I know them. I know them well over the years of, of working with them and, and talking to them. Um, how many different app, apps do you have on your um, platform? Yeah. Right. So, so you have so, CRM, you have, and, and the reason I bring this up is because uh-huh. do you find that if, if you have like 20 apps or 30, that, uh-huh. that there's a, a core group of them that, that your customers use? Yeah. So um, we replaced for many customers, three, four, five, six, seven different apps. Many small businesses uh, have not yet fully moved to the cloud, have not moved their business to right. the cloud the way, you know, pretty much every big business, uh, every enterprise has pretty much moved to the cloud either completely or, or mostly. Um, right. You know, that transition happened over the past decade or two. People move their businesses, the large businesses to the cloud. You would never even imagine of not having an app or, or something like that to, to, to work with your insurance company, obviously to work with the Amazons of the world, uh, yeah. to work with a car, car rental, car, they're all in the cloud. Right. Um, but small businesses have not done that. But what many have done is they've started to use what we call these point solutions. So, um, you know, some of those are really unique and not something we attempt to replace like QuickBooks. But Many of them, they'll use an app for an invoice. They'll use an app for a calendar. They'll use an app for uh, you know, an email or text or, or, or some kind of uh, way to keep track with some customers. But they, they use too many. And suddenly they realize they, they don't talk to each other and it's confusing. And they certainly can't have it work with their staff. And what Thrive allows them to do is basically uh, stop using those, remove those, mm-hmm. and use one end-to-end platform that replaces the whole thing. So it is their operating system. And that makes it easier for them because they don't have to worry about using all these different apps that don't communicate with each other. So that's, that's really been an, an, an innovation. So, and, and how, what's the learning curve like and the onboarding process? Because, yeah, very good question. Yeah. Because I, I'm again, thinking on behalf of the, uh, the dog groomer in Detroit, mm-hmm. Hey, you know, Gordon, I love it, but you know, man, where am I going to find the time to make the changeover? Yeah, uh, great question. I, you know, I always tell people I work with, uh, pretty much the hardest thing to do is change consumer behavior. Yeah, and you know, you, you know, getting people to do things in new ways. So, what you, Thrive does probably about twenty different things. What we try to do in the onboarding is get people to do a couple of important things successfully. Right. And then get them to kind of move from there. We don't try to 
bite off the whole, you know, elephant one bite kind of thing. Yeah. We, we have an onboarding process. We have a great team of, you know, kind of whiz kids who are young tech savvy, um, sitting there on the phone, ready to demo it for you at any time. And this is 24 seven, literally, uh, wow. we we have coverage and they'll get on an onboarding demo call with the customer and they'll show them how to do a couple of basic things that the customer says, this is what's really important to me. And usually they'll do a series of three onboarding calls to get the customer up and running. And those are probably 30 minutes to an hour. So the customer does have to invest a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but, but after those three calls, most customers are up and running, happy with it um, and feeling some success. You know, I, it's like a gym membership. You know, if you go and actually do it and you start whatever, cardio or lifting weights, and you feel some payback, you're like, oh, I feel good. Maybe I'll go back. You know, that's kind of how, you know, you try to get people up and running. Mm-hmm. And then over time, we can give them additional sessions to do more. Yeah. And, and, and I've seen that, you know, just looking at your phone, right? You look at your smartphone and you say, boy, I wish my phone could do this, this, and this. And, you know, the person who from the phone company says, <laughs> Well, you know, it can. <laughs> it can. It does. You can do exactly what you need it to do. You just you haven't unlocked all of the features, and uh, that that really is the the challenge I think for business owners, right? It's the idea that you know this is an opportunity to automate my business, a lot of my business, and and you know I'll I'll kind of you know, take this and, and expand it to uh, some larger issues that we're facing right now in the economy, like labor shortage, like um, inflation and cash flow crunches, uh, like supply chain issues. You know, at some point you feel this trickle down effect and it, and it will hit your customers, whether they're retailers or even if they're uh, service professionals. So true, Brian. Mm. I mean, I'm glad you said that because you know, if you follow the news today, of course, we all hear about the labor shortages, big companies, little companies, everybody's facing it. And usually you'll hear the news people will say for these big companies, you know, they're just going to automate and automate and automate to reduce their need for additional labor. Mm -hmm. Um, But the small businesses have the same problem and they can do the same thing. And Thrive is definitely a way for small businesses to have a better outcome because, the system doesn't forget who your customers are, doesn't lose any information, doesn't need to take a vacation, doesn't you know need need a, a sick leave. You know the system's always there for you, yeah. and it saves you the time and money you would spend on a lot of the manual tasks. You know that you might hire an assistant for just to keep track of stuff for you. Right. I mean, that's huge. So, uh, you know, you look at uh, the plumber, the dog groomer, the any any of those types of, of businesses, and they have to do these things in order to compete right with other businesses and manage their time correctly. And so they have one one or two options. You know, I, I can hire my nephew who's in college to come run social media for me and help me get my invoices paid. Or I can automate them. And, That's right. And 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 I, I would venture to guess that automation is probably an easier way to go, and it keeps you on top of it. So here's a point that I want to make to to our listeners: is that yes, you need to invest the time, 
you know, to, to, to learn how to use a product like Thrive to help you automate your business and run a better business. But the great expression, which my listeners have heard me say many times before, if you don't have the time to do something right, when will you find the time to do it over? So, you know, do things right the first time. Invest now while you can, and it will pay dividends for years to come. Yeah. And, and I want to, you know, you mentioned social media. I do want to let people know that this is not just a software solution that's built around a database. There are uh, components to it that provide additional things that you might not expect. And one of them is social and another one is their website and another yeah. is their Google optimization. So those are just three. There's others. But uh, if you need, well, not if you, everybody needs to uh, improve their Google My Business optimization if, mm-hmm. if somebody is searching in your geography for a business in your category, you need to be at the top of the page. I, I think we all understand that by now. If we don't, you know, you've been under a rock because, you know, that is how every, yeah. that's how everybody is searching. And, yeah. and by optimizing your Google My Business, uh, you're going to get found, uh, you know, generally, if it's your, your category, your geo um, on page one. Uh, so we do that for you. That's within Thrive. Another piece within Thrive if you buy the certain package is we'll do the social media for you. So mm-hmm. we'll do some posting on your behalf. A third thing is the website. There's a couple of the packages that include a website. So mm-hmm. if you don't have an up-to-date website, if your website isn't SEO optimized, if it's not mobile friendly, you can get that as part of the package. And in addition, the website will speak to your database so that someone can, for example, book an appointment right through your website and it'll show up on your calendar. Wow. They can leave their information. It'll go right into your database. That's huge. People don't want, you know, it's not like the old days. Most customers don't actually want to talk to you. Yeah. They, they, yeah. yeah. You know, they don't yeah. want to talk to you. They, and, and they may not want to do business with you when you want to do business. They don't want to call you at three in the afternoon. They're working. They want to be sitting in their pajamas at 10 o'clock at night and leave you a text message. Why can't you do that? Make it easy for them. Yeah. It reminds me of the Jerry Seinfeld skit where he calls somebody and they pick up and he says, oh, I didn't realize you were going to answer. Exactly. I, I thought I would be leaving you a voicemail. And exactly. you're 100% right, though. That That is how, you know what? Everything now comes down to my time. Like, I mm-hmm. want to be able to talk to you and when I'm ready to do it. And it's not always convenient that I call you between nine and five. I actually, I had this experience as a consumer, very frustrated that I had to call this company and I couldn't get to them like three or four times in a row. I called after five o'clock and they were closed. Yeah, And it was, you know, leave a voicemail and, uh, you know, just give me some kind of access where I can, you know, leave a message, um, not a voicemail, but I can actually, you know, maybe send you a text message or write something on the, on the website explaining my situation and get back to me when you have the answer to what, to, to my question. So I, I do love that. And I love the way everything syncs up, yeah. it, you know, that, that, okay, you can go to my website, you can book an appointment, you know, it's funny how business owners don't, you know, business, when business owners are consumers, they don't make the leap going back and saying, wow, you know, I guess my business can do this. You know, whether you're booking an appointment or you're ordering something online and, uh, 
you know, it's, it's funny just today, you know, you know, I'm, I'm home and I've been working all day and my son, he's been working all day. And he said, Hey dad, why don't we get something to eat? We'll have her deliver them and we'll have it, you know, deliver to our door and we'll just tell him to leave it at the door. You know, don't ring the doors because our dogs will bark, whatever. Great. You know, I, I mean, it's, it's, we, we're becoming this like touchless society. That's and right. I got exactly what I wanted in That's the right. timeframe that they said, it didn't cost me an arm and a leg. There was a small delivery fee. Perfect. You know, I'll do right. that three times a week. Right. A hundred percent. And a couple of things you said in there that I, I think is important for people to realize is most consumers today, I'll, I'll certainly say for myself, we kind of live on our smartphone. We, you may not like it. You, you may think that's terrible, but it is the reality right. that most people and especially, you know, millennials are living on their smartphone. Most of us are, are within a foot of our smartphone at all times, Yeah, at all times, other than maybe mm -hmm. when you go to sleep, hopefully you put it away somewhere. But when you're awake, it's, it's either on your body or next to your body. And, you know, people check their phones, you know, constantly for email, yeah. for text, for news and so forth. So that's the way they want to do business. They mm -hmm. want to do business with you the same way they do everything else. You know, it's funny, you ask a small business person, oh, um, you know, do, do, do you, uh, or is your business in the cloud? Do you cater to people on smart? No. Well, how about you personally, Mr. Businessman uh, or woman? Um, do you have a smartphone? Yes, I do. Do you text? Well, I text my grandkids. Uh, do you email? Well, I email my, you know, family and friends, you know, on and on. they use it, but they don't integrate it into their business and why they can't make that connection to realize that's how people want to do business. I don't know, but it is the way people want to do business and it gives people consumers like you said about your example with the pizza or the food delivery, it gives them the control they want, that yeah. you're doing business the way they want to do business. As we said, maybe off hours, maybe sending you a text. The voicemail problem, you know, small businesses, according to a lot of studies, don't return at least anywhere from 40 to 60% of their voicemails. And it frustrates the hell out of most consumers. So why don't you allow them to send you an email, send you a text. Right. And you could have a bounce back saying, hey, I'm probably on a roof, but I'll call you or email you back or text you back you know, within right. 24 hours. That, that right. The system will do that for you. And another piece is the whole payment thing. Consumers, I mean, I still have vendors I do business with who force me and I resent it to write them a check. Mm -hmm. I've got to pull out my checkbook, write the check, find an envelope, find a stamp, Go down to the post office. You know, there aren't even mailboxes anymore. So you got to go to the post office. Yeah. Um, I mean, how, what is this, 1950 versus I'm like, can't <laughs> I, can't I, eat, you know, electronically send you payment? And yeah. Thrive has an embedded, actually, you can get it as a standalone. If someone's listening and wants to get it free, they can go to Thrive Pay, T H R Y V, Thrive Pay. Uh, and they can get it for free. It's, uh, you can get it as an app for free, or you can get it embedded into your Thrive, but it'll sync up with your whole system. So when you're ready, he said an invoice, somebody can just electronically pay you and they're going to be thrilled. Right. That's net one day versus net 60. But, but not only, you know, the, if you're still accepting, if you're still asking for payments via the mail, via check, then you're just inviting your customers not to pay you, to slow pay you, because now you have to send them reminder notices. And how are you sending them? Oh, you're sending them in the mail. 
you know, and it's just so easy to say, oh, I didn't get that. You know, I didn't get that. I didn't know that that bill was passed due. It's it's why are you creating these headaches for yourself? But this is where, again, it goes back to time management. And in, in our conversation on on winning on Main Street, you and I talked a lot about this. So I would suggest people listen to uh, Gordon and, and my conversation there because we talked about, you know, again, taking the time to work in the clouds of your business. You know, when you talk about how far away is your smartphone, I want every business owner right now to tell me if you have your smartphone any further away from your nightstand. So I'm going to give you like an arm's length distance from your bed to your (laughs) phone. You email me and tell me that it's further away than that. And I'll give you a gold star. (laughs) <laughs> because because and Gordon, what happens? They wake up in the morning and then it's you know, they're they're putting out fires. They're answering mm-hmm. problems and they're not working. And that's why they don't have the time to think about working on their business. And they're mm-hmm. not looking at it saying, you know what? Why are my receivables so late? Why are my customers taking 40 to 50 days to pay me? when my, I know a friend of mine who runs this business, he gets paid literally the day he finishes the job and he never has to worry. He never has financial problems. He doesn't have cash flow issues because he doesn't have $25,000 sitting at net 40 days. He already got his money and he gets it the moment he finishes the job. Yeah. Um, and, and by the way, um, with Thrive, uh, you can have credit cards on file that automatically debit or automatically charge. So for example, if you're a gym and you want to charge first of the month, a gym membership for your gym, mm-hmm. you can do that. And it just bang hits that credit card uh, on the day you decide. And there's no bills to be mailed out. You just automatically do it. Um, and if you're not a uh, same time every month kind of business, but you're a periodic business, um, you can have a credit card on file and you can send the customer the invoice and then they can indicate, you know, ready for payment. Uh, but to your point, it's so much easier for the customer. I, I, I'll be honest with you. I, I just, I hate writing checks. It's, it's sort of like my least favorite thing to do. Yeah. And so I do delay it, not because I'm trying to stiff the guy, but I just, you know, it's like one of those things in life I don't really want to do versus I get an email and it was for a service that's already been performed. And it says, click here to pay. I'll just click and pay. Oh, yeah. Well, we're, we're so used to that. We're so used right. to it as consumers dealing with, you know, the large companies, right, that, that have, have mastered that, you know, click to pay. Sure. And I'm done with it. No problem. I'm in. So let, let's, let's talk a little bit about, because there are other issues that business owners are facing, right? We talked, we said supply chain, inflation, labor issues. You know, these are the things that keep business owners up at night that you and I talk about, mm-hmm. but, but, you know, the, the challenge that you and I face is to get business owners to work on their business and not in their business. Right. right? So how do we, how, what, what, what advice can, can you give to business owners as we're kind of, you know, entering the home stretch of 2021, looking at 2022, we, we want all of my listeners to hit the ground running next year. Right. And so what, what advice can we give them to change their behavior as to the way they approach all of the things that we're talking about. 
the payment structure, the CRM, marketing, social media, all of the things that are giving them these, these little headaches that add up to one big headache. How can we change them for next year? Right. So I think we've been hitting on these one by one, but the theme that I think this of this discussion really ties into what you're saying, because you're so busy in the tasks that are required to do things every day, sending out the bills, reminding people to pay you, following up to make sure the appointment is happening when you expect it, making sure your people got there on time. All these things that most of which could be handled electronically in an automated fashion. You can even have a report in most cases that tells you what happened. And all of that can happen without you need to do so much. And by having them happen sort of in the background, Mm -hmm. it does free you up to think, should I introduce new products? How do I reach a new market? Is there a new line of services I want to provide? Maybe there's a certain, you know, one thing I think a lot of businesses don't think about, you know, in in terms of this uh, uh, working on the business that you just talked about is who is your ideal client? Who is your ideal client? So many businesses, not just small ones, big ones too. They're kind of like, I'll sell to anybody. Anybody who wants my product, I sell to them, right? <laughs> right. And, and, and you know, many, cl- many customers are not good customers. Um, they're either the wrong customer and so they'll churn and you right. spend a lot of money to get them and then they churn or they don't pay you, you know, so they're, mm-hmm. they're, they're, not, they're not good pays. Um, or they, you know, that they're not really ideal in terms of the fit and so they don't use it enough and so, well, like I mentioned, they, they end up, you know, leaving you. So what you want to do is say, who is this product ideally suited for? Um, right. Or who is my service ideally suited? For example, if I work on houses, should I be working on maybe higher level customers, higher customers with, who can afford bigger jobs? Like instead of working on a $1,000 job uh, for a roof job or something, I could work on a $5,000 job. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to figure out who are the customers that, are best suited to what you're offering, and then marketing to them um, is a really good way to improve your business, just basically improving the average value of each customer um, and hopefully the frequency as well. But you're never going to get to thinking about those issues and designing a program around it if you're just mired in the daily, uh, as you call it, you know, fighting fires. And so again, adopting, thinking seriously, how can I adopt a system that will take care of a lot of that mundane stuff for me um, so that I can work on the bigger problems. You know, it's sort of like you, you talked about this uh, when we spoke before, you know, the, there's, there's the urgent things that are not important right. and the important things that are not urgent, right? right. I mean, right. you know, how do I find my ideal cl- customer? Well, that doesn't sound urgent to me, so I can put it aside, but it is really important versus, oh, I got to get paid today. That sounds urgent, but it's not going to change the arc or the trajectory of your business. Right. So let's try to take care of those less, not, not less important, but those urgent things that don't require you to spend your brain time and just have, this, have a system in place that takes care of them so you can work on those more long-term issues that will really help you in the future. And I, I love that. I love that. Everything you just said. And for the business owners who are listening, you give yourself time to incorporate it into your incorporate this automation into your business. You know, give yourself 30 days or 60 days or however long you think, but give yourself a deadline. 
don't just say, okay, I'm all in for thrive and then let it wallow, uh, you know, uh, you know, while you say, Oh, I gave it a shot and it didn't work. No, you didn't. You didn't give it a shot. You, you really need to embrace it. So I, I think that's also important. I think it's setting expectations and then holding yourself accountable saying, okay, I'm listening to Gordon and Brian. They make total sense. I need to start doing this for my business. I'm going to give myself 60 days and I'm going to give myself milestones each week. You know, okay, have I embraced the invoice, you know, portion of the, of the, of the, the um, offering, the SaaS offering? Have I embraced the calendar? Have I embraced CRM? And write that down in your meeting. Like write it down as, as kind of like a meeting and say, I'm going to learn how to incorporate this. I'm going to, and when you start to see the return on your time invested, I think that's when you get hooked and you go, okay, this is going to be easier than I thought. The onboarding process seems to be working. I like it. I see myself now freeing up time because my business is automated. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I want to mention, Brian, um, uh, two, two points uh, for some folks may be listening to this and saying, yeah, it makes a lot of sense, but it sounds tough or I'm already using something else. I already have this other thing I'm using, this other tool. Um, Thrive integrates with most other tools, any of the popular ones like MailChimp or Constant Contact or QuickBooks. And so through a very int- uh, easy um, integration um, that we make available through our app marketplace, you basically click a few buttons and you tie the two together. Um, The data will flow. So you don't have to stop doing what you're doing. This new system talks to your old app that you might've been using, number one. Number two, um, I mentioned before, we have a fantastic team of onboarding people. And this isn't a thing where you have to commit, you know, on the, on the first date to get married. Um, (laughs) you, you, You can, you can, yeah. Go online, thrive.com, T-H-R-Y-V, T-H-R-Y-V, not, not, the, not the usual spelling. Um, click get a, get a demo. And as I mentioned, you can book us, uh, an appointment right now or in the future yeah. with a fantastic onboarding specialist, no commitment, zero commitment. And you can see if you like it. And even if you aren't ready, it'll probably get your wheels spinning on what you should do. So you'll learn something. Well, you'll say, okay, yeah, that's a problem I have. That's a, well, you know, it sounds like it will identify a lot of the problems, your your fires that you're currently facing. And this is, you know, the ability then to identify the root cause of your problems. Oh, I need to get a loan because, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to miss my payroll. Okay. Well, let, let me see. Um, you know, Bob, uh, you have about $45,000 in receivables and half of that is north of 60 days. And you're only looking for $25,000 in a loan. There's your loan, you know, just clean up your receivables and you won't have a financial problem. You won't have a cash flow crunch. Oh, you know, I don't have any time. I feel like I'm working morning, noon and night. Well, you're working harder, but you're not working smarter. So the answers are in front of these business owners. The challenge is whether they accept them and do something about it, or do they just do the same old, same old? Right, we're in the home stretch, but I know you have an event. So we're, we're uh, t- recording this um, uh, end of October, beginning of November. You have an event coming up. Tell me a little we bit do. about that. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned it. It's called Thrive Connect 21. And if uh, anybody's interested in attending, you just go to 
T-H-R-Y-V, Thrive, connect, uh, thrive.com slash connect, thrive.com slash connect. And it's free registration. Doesn't cost anything. <clears throat> Two-day virtual event. Uh, a whole lineup of fantastic speakers uh, on a variety of topics, all about small business, managing your small business, running your small business, some motivational and inspirational speakers as well, and uh, a heavy dose of what does the software do for you and how can I use the software? And it's a virtual event, so you can attend the ones you want. You don't have to attend. You know, It's not like you're stuck there. You can go off and do something else. Um, but I think it'll be really useful for people to hear a lot of what's going to be said on stage and then go to some of these workshops where they can see how to actually do this stuff. So I really encourage folks, again, this is free. Uh, go to thrive.com slash connect and uh, November 10th and 11th. And I think um, that's, you know, it's going to be a great opportunity. This is our third one. We get, you know, have gotten rave reviews and, um, you know, small business people really can benefit. Uh, will it be on demand? Uh, you mean like streaming? Uh, meaning if I missed it, or I had something to do. Can I watch it oh. on November twelfth or the fifteenth or whatever? Yeah, we will. We will make recorded uh, ver uh, versions. I think available. All but, right, good. Um, yeah, but I, I, you know, there's a lot of benefits to attending in person too because the, you can ask uh, questions of uh, speakers, things like that. So this, Love you know, that. And, it, and there's also ways to interact with other uh, people attending. So cool. you know, I would encourage people to try to do it real time. On the tenth and the eleventh, what are the hours during the day? Is it? Uh, it's, uh, it starts, uh, I don't have the exact, but it's roughly nine to three each day. Um, okay. You know, All right, central good. Time. Yeah. I know I saw Ramon Ray, Barry Moles, yeah. and Dean Morris. Yeah. I love those uh -huh. guys and they're yeah. all brilliant in their own, you know, areas of expertise within small business. So yeah. you got, you know, and I saw a bunch of other people, but those guys stood out to me. Uh, yeah. I like them. So, um, all right. So we'll, I'll make sure we include it on the resource page and we'll have our podcast up and running before uh, your, your Thrive Connect for 2021. Yeah. Um, Gordon, this has been fantastic. You know what? I, I applaud you for addressing all of these important needs uh, that small business owners have, whether they realize it or not whether they, they know that there's a solution or not. You know, you know that automation of a lot of these mundane tasks, sending invoices, setting up social media, dealing with marketing and, uh, you know, all of that is, it, it can be cumbersome. It gets put on the back burner when the stuff starts to hit the fan. And, but it's no less important. Just because you put something on the back burner, it doesn't make it any less important. It just means that that fire is going to come back even bigger and better and stronger. You know, like, and I'll go back to the, the uh, invoices, you know, that just because you were tired and you decided not to send out your invoices or the work that you did that day, it's not like people are suddenly going to pay you tomorrow because they want the invoice. So they need the invoice. And so they have a record of it. So uh, it's, it's great stuff. I applaud you and, and thrive for all of the work that you're doing in this space. They need your help now more than ever. And uh, I will definitely help promote your Thrive Connect coming up in November. And I hope all of our listeners attend. And I hope you check out the, uh, the software as a service online and, and request some demos. Yeah, so thank awesome. you. Thank you for thank today. You. Yeah, thank you for your help and uh, for you know letting us promote this message. 
And uh, yeah, I hope people uh, show up for Connect. They'll, I think they'll really enjoy it. I'll be there. I'll, right. I'll definitely, I'll definitely be there. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it and learning more about it. So with that, I want to thank Gordon Henry, who's been our guest today on the Small Business Says podcast. He is the Executive Vice President, Chief Strategy Officer at Thrive. And uh, what you've been listening to for about the last 30 minutes is how Thrive can help you, my small business listeners, run a better, more efficient company. It can help you get paid faster, and it can help manage your time better. And as we all know, time is really the only currency that matters. So with that, thank you very much for your time today, my listeners. Thank you for your feedback. Please continue to send that. And we look forward to having you join us again on another episode of the Small Business Edge podcast. Take care, everybody. You've been listening to the Small Business Edge podcast with Brian Moran, sponsored by Pitney Bowes. Please visit our website, smallbusinessedge.com, for a listing of future podcasts.